Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the toast and happy Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. We're getting down on Friday. And we're looking forward to the weekend. I actually have a very big weekend plan and I'm excited to share when I'm done with my weekend because right now, not much to share. But I feel like at the end of the weekend, I'll have a lot to share. I feel like you don't even know what my I weekend is. I don't. What entails. the hell are you talking about? Oh, I will talk offline, but I have a big weekend. Okay. Like, what are you doing? Going camping? No, but that's a good idea. And they're like, honestly, take them camping in the backyard. Of like, they course. Won't remember it. They won't remember it, so don't go out of the trouble of like... No, and that would actually be really cute to camp in the backyard. Wait, what is Jackie doing this weekend? Have you told me? I think so, but I mean, I definitely told you, but maybe not in like the last 48 hours. No, I have no idea. Well, we'll talk later, but I just, I have an exciting weekend planned and I'm looking forward as, as you so beautifully sung, everybody's looking forward to the weekend weekend. I, first of all, today's episode is audio only for a multitude of reasons. One it is a blizzarding in New York, and my ass was not leaving the house. Like, no shot. Got it. Also, woke up a little sick. Woke up a little sick. I know. We spoke too soon yesterday when I said you were sounding like regular roll. Then, most importantly, my delivery window for my 9 to 12 crate and barrel delivery. Uh, they were here at 840. We live for timely kings and queens. Prompt. Everything was delivered. It was like the crazy, like I never saw three people move so fast in my entire life. Like it was like, who, where do you want this? Oh, oh, oh. And everything's here now. Amazing. It was so, everything came so good. But like there's so many other things that I'm waiting for. Like I have another crate and barrel delivery in like a few weeks and then another CB2 one. And now I just need those to come. Like I'm getting, I'm growing impatient, you know? It's a waiting game. You have to exert a lot of patience ain't for the faint of heart and I feel like Crate and Barrel is pretty immediate you know they have things in stock it's not like by the way and I usually order. Only order in stock items right but there are people there are things that you order that take like six months no I know one item of mine was custom so that one will be a while but I try to avoid like if it ain't in stock yeah furniture wise like any furniture store I'm just, that's not for me. I, I'm not one of those people. But then like. It makes less, you appreciate the Wayfairs where it's like, you could have this in three days. Yeah, but like, it looks like it, you know? Yeah, no, but you'll have furniture. No, but then the last time that I was in a pickle like this, like when me and Ben moved into our last apartment, we were furniture shopping and we really wanted this couch in beige. But this the gray one. I went through this exact same thing. The gray one was available like tomorrow. The beige one was like, seven to 14 weeks or something, like something really nuts. And we were like, no way. And we went with the gray one. And I loved the couch, but I always wished it was beige. And if my fat ass had just waited seven weeks, like I had the couch for five years. Literally same. When we got the couch, we could get it in gray or beige. But like the idea of custom ordering, I just know. Who do I think I am? Yeah, no, no. It's like, what is this? The Buckingham Palace? You know, like, and it's like, the gray one wasn't even tomorrow. It was a few weeks. And then the other one was like months. Months. So no, thank you. We got the gray one. And what's so crazy is now in this house, we needed to get a new couch. And we wound up getting the same couch in beige, correcting the error finally. And the wait wasn't even that long. We bought it on Black Friday and it came in February. No, the perils of but, buying furniture. But the benefits. 
But the benefits, today I reaped the benefits. I have so much more furniture in my home. Still need more stuff, but it's it's starting to look like a home that feels like a home, you know? Like a real home. Right. That's all you can hope for. It's so true. And we can also hope for and celebrate the fact that it's Friday. We have a great show for you guys. We have Queenie and Weenie of the Week. We will not forget. Did you write yours down? I don't have them yet. I'm hoping they'll come to me over the course of the episode. I was thinking about the week at a glance and the stories, but nothing really stuck out yet. Yeah, no, I heard read something on TikTok this morning, actually. That is my Weenie of the Week. Ooh, exciting. So like, you guys don't even know it yet. Oh my gosh, we're in the dark. So we've got a great show. If that's all, like, should we usher these kids into the weekend? I think that we should usher them. They deserve to be ushered and to know what's going on and to embark on their weekend. I hope everyone has a great weekend planned, you know? I think we all have great weekend plans. Good. It's just like a nice, cozy January weekend. It, it's, a, by the way, especially in like the Northeast, I think it's snowing in a lot of places. It's like so cozy. It's like classic weekend, you know? It's giving weekend. Right. Is there a dumber conversation? Like, is there a dumber conversation? No, but let's try it. <laughs> no, but you guys know what we mean, though. That's what it's I love. It's giving weekend. Yeah, it's giving weekend. It Come really, on. really is. So without further ado, do, 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 here are the fast five stories that you need to know. And the fast five stories that you need to know are brought to you by Skims. We've been wearing Skims for months. I love their bras. I think it is so worth the hype. I think it's actually underhyped. The Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, which is a bra that I found on TikTok a while ago. It is the best t-shirt bra I've ever owned. I suffered from a lot of back problems and I actually went to physical therapy and then I ended up getting a new bra and I found most of my back problems to be fixed and the bra was the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra from Skims. I love it. It's very full coverage. Like I like my, my boobs to be covered, lifted, and I got real boobs, not, you know, not I don't have fashion boobs. That's what they call them. No, I need I need a forklift to keep these babies alive. And Skims bras are made with innovative technology that give you the best shape and support. Plus, every bra is designed with the comfiest and softest materials, so you feel like you're wearing nothing at all. They offer a complete system of bra solutions at Skims for every need and style. And one of the many reasons people love them is they are super size inclusive, especially when it comes to bras. They are available in 62 sizes. So they start at 30A and they go all the way up to 46H. Believe the hype, Skims has over 100,000 five-star reviews for a reason. Skims bras are now available to shop at skims.com. Plus, you'll get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. And if you are looking for a gift for your Valentine or for yourself, Skims just launched their best Valentine shop ever, also available at skims.com. And I believe that's a story today, right? It is a story today. I was thinking that synergy, vertical integration... Today's episode is also brought to you by HelloFresh. Whether your resolution is to save money, eat better, stress less, HelloFresh is here to help you with all three. Say hello to your most delicious year yet with fresh ingredients and chef-crafted recipes at a price that you'll like, delivered right to your door. So each HelloFresh box is packed with farm-fresh ingredients and everything arrives pre-portioned right to your doorstep for less hassle and less wasted food. So I'm new to the HelloFresh game and I feel like you, Margo, and Olivia are always doing it and I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever, I, I actually can't do it. Everyone knows, like, I could mess up a bowl of cereal. Like, I just cannot cook anything to completion if my life depended on it. I'm inept. However, I just made this, like, paprika chicken and rice from HelloFresh, and, like, I actually did it. Like, I did it. Everything was chopped normally. I seasoned everything. It was so easy. Like, you actually... It's pretty much idiot proof. It's amazing. And it's so, and it's great for novice chefs like you who need a step by step direction, but it's also great for experienced chefs. Like I was 
thoroughly enjoy- enjoying watching Ben's ad. Hello, yeah. fresh. Hello, no, but it's so true. Fresh. Also, um, I feel like a lot of people's resolutions is to, at least for me, like I really want to stop ordering in so much. A lot of people want to save money, eat healthier, and HelloFresh is just a great way to do that. They also have um, wholesome health forward options like their uh, calorie smart options, their protein smart recipes each week. And they say that breakfast is the most important meal of the day and HelloFresh agrees. So they're giving all their subscribers free breakfast for life, which means you'll enjoy a totally free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery. And that's worth waking up for. So go to HelloFresh.com slash toastfree and use code toastfree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash toastfree with code toastfree. Thank Hello you. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. No, Ben came up with a better slogan for them. Oh, he did in his video. What was it? HelloFresh. That's funny. It was making me chuckle. I'm so glad. Yeah, no, I could watch videos of Ben chopping like ASMR style. I find well, I it so impressive. Oh, wait, by the way, I know you don't have TikTok, but I don't know if you know that like the queen of chopping and like sa- healthy chopping and like salads is baked by Melissa, the cupcake queen. She's on reels. She's on reels. And she just released a cookbook, by the way. And it's like all of her big salads. I saw. I feel like you should get it. I actually have a copy because Ben is um, like moderating an event with her. And I feel like it's so you and Olivia, like big, big salads. I love big salads and I like her content and I, it's very like aspirational, but I just feel like she makes it look easy. But when you break it down, like it doesn't look easy. Like she, no, it's a it lot looks of like very hard, but she's as skilled at it, you know, but it would take yeah, no, me like an, an amazing, hour. amazing chopper. Yeah. It would take me an hour to make what she calls a 10 minute meal. No. And then like I... Like, she always starts the video with a salad being done, and she's always eating salad off a chip. Like, that is so unique. That's something you would do if you ate salad, though. Yeah, like, instead of a fork, she uses, a, like, a Tostito. You love eating off a chip. I love. By the way, who doesn't? No, everyone likes a chip, but, like, you will eat, you eat like, rice off a chip, taco meat, chili, like, everything. Okay, I don't know if I eat rice off a chip. You just like eat off the chip, which is why it's so surprising that you don't like nachos. You're getting confused. Tacos. What you're thinking I do with chips, I do with rice. No, no, no. You do both things. By the way, I think I'm going to take a, oh, I know I said I was going to go on a chili fast until the Super Bowl, but it's such a chilly day. Treat yourself, turd. But Ben's not here. I'm going to have to make it myself. Oh, goodness gracious. I know. Like, help. Yeah. No, don't do it. Order in. Okay, okay, okay. Get chili from like PJ Clark's or something. Or Wendy's. No, you know what has good kosher chili? What? Mocha burger. Ben got it the other day. Done. Done. I think it was turkey too. Yum. Okay, let's get into the stories. Our first story, you know, in light of the ads that you shared, Lana Del Rey stars in Skims' new Valentine's Day campaign. So Skims always on the pulse and their Valentine's Day collection came out. Lana Del Rey is the face of it. Not only is she Lana Del Rey, but she was in the news this week because of Coachella. So it's a, it's, everything's coming up Lana Del Rey this week. No, they really kill it. Like there's never been a campaign that isn't like so on point. I feel like she's also like, and the vibe of it, which was like very retro, like heart-shaped bed. It's so Lana Del Rey. No, it, the images are truly stunning and beautiful and creative, artistic, and makes you want to buy what she's selling. And I think a lot of people are quaking about this because Lana's like low-key really close with Taylor Swift. They did Snow on the Beach and they both are like connected Snow through Jack, on the beach. Jack Antonoff. And like, this is now the second 
collection, like Brittany Mahomes and Lana Del Rey, where it's like Taylor's best friends modeling for skims. Now, I don't think Lana's her best friend. And with Brittany Mahomes, I do feel like she shot it before she ever even met Taylor, but it's still interesting. I feel like the Brittany Mahomes was more of a smoking gun than this. And as we've stated, like Kim has no problem reaching out to Taylor's friends and being in Taylor's world. It's Taylor yeah, of who course. will never. And yeah, she also like course. these are her friends and they might not be like her bestest friends in the world who you could like I could say to my bestest friend on earth, Turdy, you mm-hmm. can't talk to this person. You can't work with this person. Right. But my wider network of friends, you can't be so controlling. And I think Taylor is that I'm way great. as well. I agree. Yeah. So beautiful stuff. Happy almost Valentine's Day. That snuck up on us. But wait, I'm sorry. Back to the Taylor and Kim thing because like that's my Roman Empire. It really is. Kim, like the last time she spoke about it was on Watch Droppings Live and Andy was like, what's the status with Taylor Swift? And Kim was like, over it. It's done. But she didn't say that they ever spoke. Kim was just like, I'm personally moving on from this. Of but course it, like, wasn't she is. Her, it wasn't her thing to move on from. No. You know? It's, she wasn't the one who needed to move on. No, and Taylor is still here. Still at the restaurant, still sitting in the corner I haunt. Yeah. That's her. And she'll always be there. There's no way out for them. That's her Roman Empire too. Yeah, like that's her cancellation she was just talking about in her Time magazine thing. Like it's not so happening. True. No. And by the way, I find this a lot. Um with people who have gotten canceled, people are always like, get over it. It was so many years ago. Like whenever I see like a clip on TikTok when somebody asked Sophia Franklin about like her thing, they're like, oh my God, this girl's still talking about it. Like, how can you not? Like we talk about ours all the time and people are always like, get over it, get over it. You literally, you have to experience it to understand you guys. You never get over it. Like it's so crazy. You never get over it. And there are some people whose theirs is just like bigger. You know, like Sophia Franklin will never get over it. Should never get over it and could I never agree. get over it. Agree. Because what happened was, was so, so crazy. Crazy and huge. Not even just the vault, like it, it was everywhere. It was like in the New York Times. But yep. what happened from there, like Spotify, $60 yeah, course, million. Dollars, of course she's not over it. Never gonna get over it. But there are people who get canceled along the way. And I think it's, you know, it's always gonna be like a part of them and a part of their story. But it's not at the level of like Sophia Franklin or even like Taylor, Kim, reputation that like a year off, a whole year of not working. Like you're not fucking getting over that. I'm just never going to be one of those people to be like, stop talking about it, get over it. Like I get it. It's literally traumatizing. No, I, yeah, I guess anyone who's been through it would never think that way. No. And like all the girlies who get canceled, like they do come to me, you know, for advice and such. And I always say, they're like, when will it go away? I'm like, girl, never. But like, you just learn to live with it. And like, eventually like it becomes funny. Like, yeah, no, it hardens you for sure. And you're really not anybody until you've been canceled. No, it's so true. And then I always say like, think of anybody you admire. Like if they have a scandal, like you're fine. You're literally fine. Yeah. Speaking of- I kind of feel like this weekend I want to watch Traitors. What's that? It's the Peacock show where they take like villains from oh, different- Oh, Traitors. Sorry, I thought you meant like traitors, like Like trade. on the floor of the stock exchange? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was like a documentary about traitors. Apparently this season has like broken all sorts of records and ratings. It's like apparently amazing. And I think that's a good thing to watch while I'm sick. Super cute. But they're like waiting for episodes. Like it's not all out yet. <laughs> Excuse oh. me. Okay. Annoying. Annoying. Well, I just had a really great segue. So I'm going to go back to that moment. I'm so sorry. Because like speaking of, you know, former scandals that you can't live down, Kelly Osborne has given an interview to Rolling Stone. I'm obsessed. And she's talking about a lot of things. So first of all, she's talking about being a Nepo baby. And she's beaming with- We don't with, care. That's not what we care about, She's Kelly. beaming with pride. Well, I, I liked her 
what she had to say. She said, I'm a fucking Nepo baby and I'm proud to be a Nepo baby. I'm proud of my parents' achievements. I think that what they have done is incredible history making. I go so far as to say both of them are iconic, but it doesn't mean that I should automatically be given all of these opportunities. My parents have taught me that you have to prove yourself. Okay, so actually, I actually agree. I like, like her ownership of it, but I do feel like she's been giving all these opportunities. Like, I don't know what opportunities what? she would have if those weren't her parents. Not only that, like, I don't know what opportunity she received that she was even remotely qualified for fashion police. Yeah. And page six notes, she's tried her hard at several, tried her hand at several career paths, including music, fashion and acting. Correct. Yeah, just a little shady there. And then elsewhere in the interview, she admitted that she was a self-righteous little C-word for previously asking and, you know, notoriously asking who would clean the toilets, Donald Trump, if Latinos were kicked out of the country. So she opened up about the comment, which has since been turned into a meme, saying her comments, quote, came out so wrong, and she feels as though this country was, quote, built on immigrants. Speaking out now about the viral remark, she described herself as a self-righteous little C-word in the video. Quote, I hate it. I hate it so much because I look at it and I'm like, you think you know everything and you Literally. know nothing. Nobody wants to hear your opinion on this. I feel very strongly that Latin America... I feel very strongly that Latin American culture is the backbone of America. I believe that Latin Americans are the hardest working people you will ever meet. So I feel like so conflicted about this because like, can you imagine like you accidentally say like I don't think Kelly Osbourne is like a bad person who like feels this way. Like can you just imagine like saying something unintentionally like really fucked up and for years and by the way 10 years later it's more popular than ever. It's a trend on TikTok. Is it? Yes. People do like they're making it their own. So you just replace, like, if you kick every blank out of this country, then who's going to blank? So people are getting really creative. Like, if you kick every angsty teen out of this country, then who's going to smoke your pot, Donald Trump? Like, people are making up their own. It's mine. That was a bad example. But, like, people are being really funny about it. I'll send them to you. So it's, like, another wave of people talking about this. And, like, I do sympathize with, like, your worst moment becoming truly a cornerstone of culture. Like, it's yeah. hard. It's yeah. hard. It is hard, but at least for her, she like... she said that shit. It's the people, like, people aren't letting it go, but I don't feel like she was ever... There was no ever, like, retribution. I don't feel like she ever got canceled or fired In or anything. Moment. You know? So even now, like, yeah. we all joke about it, but here's Kelly Osbourne in Rolling Stone. No, it's so true. You know, there's not, like... It's not like she's been punished. So I don't know what's worse, to, like, be immediately punished for your actions, but then, like people move on or people don't move. You never were punished or had consequences, but people, but it follows you people don't move on. That's an interesting two options. I don't know. And like, it must be really painful for her, but it's so funny. No, and I just need her to like not get upset over it because it's so funny. Like, yeah. And the best is like the way she pedals back. Like everybody ends it after like Donald Trump. But then everyone's like, uh, no. And she's like, no, no, in the sense that. Yeah, you know, in the sense that, you know I, what I mean? I didn't mean it like that. Come on. <laughs> no, it's so funny. Like, honestly, if anything, <laughs> like, I think it might have been good for Kelly Asworth. She's really, like, cemented herself truly as a fixture in culture. Because that thing will never die. It's getting more powerful as the days go by. Yeah, it's true. And if she wants to get back into music, she could, like, remix it back yes she tried her hand at music at one point but she could like honestly say yeah i know dj with no job no i released two iconic songs i think i need to get back i need to get back into music really do you have more to say 
Yeah, it goes a little something like this. Since nobody picked up my my original song, I'll just make it myself. I like being alone too much to dance. You with honestly God. should make that song. I know. I know. Why did my mind go to DJ? I don't know. You obviously don't think of me as an accomplished musician, which means I have more work to do. It, yeah, it's not. It wasn't top of mind. I've I've kind of like forgotten about toast and hundo. Oh. Well, I haven't. And millions of others. No, millions. Either. No, no. But it, like, I haven't thought about it in a while. It's more like it like. That was like, honestly, like low key, like such an iconic thing for me to do. Like, iconic. Like we need anthems in the culture, yeah. in the show. Like, and you just, you put out the song you wish to see in the world. Exactly. But anyways, okay. I feel, or you could do a remix of this. Then who would be cleaning your toilets, Donald Trump? Trump, Boom. Trump, Trump, Boom. Trump, Boom. Trump. Boom. <laughs> Who's gonna clean your toilets? <laughs> no, I'm crying. Crying. Oh my god, it's so funny. But I so do I think feel like a TikTok DJ has definitely already done that. Oh, you gotta find it and send it to me. But I do think her description of herself in this clip is a self-righteous. Like the C word is extreme, but calling like yeah. that was the energy of the comment, just extremely self righteous, and it's clear that she's self aware. Yeah, that's all you can hope for. So no, it's true, and like I believe she's changed. I don't think she's like a crazy like anti Latina queen. No, no, she was just like a brat who thought she was like making a point, and she was not actually. Yeah, and in trying to like call someone else racist, she was being incredibly racist. Racist. Yeah. It was giving pot kettle. Yeah. But, and I feel, I, I do feel for her that she will likely never live this down. She will, will never. And honestly, she needs to learn to live with it because it's not <laughs> going away. So like she needs to, I don't know, like go to therapy or sometimes it can feel, you know, great to like take your power back, get in on it, you know, something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like to make a song out of it, maybe exploit it so much that people get sick of it. That's always a good strategy. Exactly. But I just don't make see merch. I don't see a world in which I'm ever sick of this. I know. But what if, like, she really, like, ruins it? It's a good strategy. I'd like to hear an interview from some of the other women at the table who were there. And, like, what was going through their minds? Yeah. Well, I mean, they talk every day, those women, so. But I don't think some of of them are on. The show still? Yeah. I guess it was a really long time ago. Yeah. I think it was, like, Rosie Perez. Yeah, but the other one is still there. Joe, Joy and uh, Whoopi. Oh, yeah, they're always there. They're always there. <laughs> okay, well, sadly, we have to move on from this story. But I'll, we never truly But will. we're still here. Yeah, we are. We, and we will continue to be here. If you're until looking, further notice. If you're looking for us. Yeah, that's we'll where be we right are. here. We'll be right here. Our next story, Madonna has been sued for false advertising after starting her Brooklyn concerts two hours late. Matana, Matana, Matana greater than. Matana. (laughs) Madonna and Live Nation have been sued by two fans for false advertising after she started her shows late. 
Concertgoers Michael Fellows and Jonathan Hayden argued in their class action lawsuit obtained by TMZ Thursday that Madonna was not punctual during her celebration tour stops at Barclays Center in Brooklyn. The performances were supposed to start at 8.30 Eastern time, but the singer did not take the stage until 10.30 p.m. Eastern time. They claimed she showed up late to all three of her shows at the New York venue, which took place in December 2023. In the suit, the plaintiffs state that the late start constituted, quote, a wanton exercise in false advertising, negligent misrepresentation, and unfair and deceptive trade practices. They are suing for unspecified damages. These are two fucking losers, um, like, wasting their time and money. Like, it's really annoying, and it actually is rude that Madonna makes people wait. Like, I don't care who the fuck you are. Like, people paid to be here. They got sitters. Like, you're a pain in my ass. Having said that, like, putting together a class action lawsuit, like, you need a hobby. You need a hobby. You need a life. Like, this is some of the most losery behavior I've ever witnessed in my life. Yeah. Also, it was on a weeknight, so part of their complain is that they had to go to work the next morning but if they truly like had demanding jobs they wouldn't have time to be doing no but they have all this time and such as this right they have all this time and money for litigation like please yeah I mean I guess we'll see how it pans out like is this really cause for a suit and if not and they lose don't they have to pay her legal bills yes I just don't Uh uh-oh spoolies back I, I yes I don't think that they'll win well, I feel like they think they'll win if they're doing this. Unless they're just doing it for attention. Classic. Classic. Like, I, I get that, doing something for attention. Like, that I relate to. Yeah, I feel like they must have some sort of case. I look for, I, I'm interested to see how it plays out. Like, what are the legalities here? Is it false advertising? Yeah. You know? Then it would, like, set a precedent for, like, every performer. But even the performers, like... It says 7 o'clock, but, you know, the opener. That's the opener. Right. But there is a show that starts at 7. Yeah, I guess that's true. Interesting, sort of. If you're like we loser, oh, weenies of the week contenders. Oh, let me write that down. I actually uh, completely agree. Those freaks suing Madonna. Are you ready for our next story? It's number four, so I feel like you're not. Oh, my God. No, I'm not. Thank you. How did you know that about me? I can read my turd. My turd, my, my turd, my, my turd. Reading about my, my turd, my, my turd. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Cygnos and the Cygnos program, where you can get access to your continuous glucose monitor and have it mailed right to you. So the CDC estimates that there are approximately 96 million American adults, more than one in three, who have prediabetes, and of those with prediabetes, more than 80% do not know that they have it. And that matters because foods with high, high in carbs raise your blood sugar more than other foods. During digestion, the pancreas can produce insulin, and that binds the sugar in the blood and takes it into the cells as a source of energy. So when insulin retain re- resistance occurs, it can be the number one cause of prediabetes. And a healthy weight allows insulin to work more efficiently and can help you keep your blood sugars within a normal range. A healthy diet and regular exercise are the best way to bring your blood sugar levels back to a healthy range. 
And Cygnos can help you short-circuit this cycle by using data directly from your body to design a weight loss plan that's unique to your lifestyle. Cygnos is the only company that combines a CGM, a continuous glucose monitor, with an AI-driven app to deliver real-time glucose monitoring for optimal health and weight, weight management. With Cygnos, you can literally see which foods cause your blood sugar to spike above reasonable levels and get real-time alerts to do a bit of exercise to bring them back down. So you'll be able to learn the difference between stress eating and physical hunger. You might better manage your energy throughout the day, sleep better at night. So Cygnos removed the guesswork of weight loss and provides people with the tools and knowledge that they need to develop healthier habits. It combines glucose data from the CGM with an AI-driven app to deliver real-time glucose insights for optimal health and weight management. Right now, Cygnos has an exclusive offer for toasters. Go to Cygnos.com, that's S-I-G-N-O-S.com, and get 25% off select plans by using code TOAST today. That's Cygnos.com, code TOAST, to get 25% off select plans today. Today's episode is also brought to you by Jackie's favorite. It's Babbel. The best way to learn a language, it's immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But obviously, that might not be the car- in the cards for you this year. But you can still learn a language. The second best way, and that's Babbel. Do a better you in 2024 with Babbel. <clears throat> the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Do not pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, and rooted in real-life situations, delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Their courses are really convenient. You can do them anywhere. Sometimes they're fun. You know, they get a little crazy. They have like different little games. Um, And it's just so great, something to have with you all the time. And I feel like learning a language is such a great resolution. It's also just a great thing to do as an adult, like expand your mind, learn new things. If you travel, of course, it's always great to have a grasp on the language. It's also, you know, a little bit safer. So studies from Yale, Michigan State University and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. So a special limited time deal for our toasters. Right now, you can get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for toasters at babbel.com slash toast. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash toast. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash toast. Rules and restrictions may apply at babbel.com slash toast. Thank you, La. You're welcome. Our next story, a Wizards of Waverly Place sequel pilot has been ordered at Disney Channel. Selena and David Henry are among the cast. So a pilot for a Wizards of Waverly Place sequel series has been ordered at Disney Channel. Variety has confirmed. Original series star David Henry will star in and executive produce the potential series with original star Selena Gomez said to guest star in the pilot and executive produce. He will reprise, reprise the role of Justin Russo. She'll be Alex Russo. And that's... Wasn't there another brother? Jake T. Austin. Yeah, the little one. Like, here's the thing. I think for a lot of people my age, like, Wizards of Waverly Place was their Roman Empire. Like, people talk about the finale. Like, it was, like, made them cry or whatever. Personally, I must have missed out on that chapter. Like, I was very much in that era of, like, Sunny with a Chance, Hannah Montana. Like, loved, loved, loved. Never really resonated with Wizards of Waverly Place. So this is actually meaningless to me. And I guess the only thing I really truly feel is happiness for those two people who host the Wizards of Waverly Place recap podcast. Yeah. Because hopefully they're going to get back to work in the show that shot them to stardom. Yeah, or even if they don't, like, there's another show about wizards. Like, they can recap that. There's so much They'll fodder. be in it because one of the, the hosts was Alex Russo's dad and the other one was Harper, so, her best friend. Like, yeah. No, they, they were main characters. Yeah, no, but this is just all around great for their podcast. This is, like, surprising yeah. 
on everyone's count. What will the show be about? It's going to be on Disney Channel. So it's like, is it for us, the people who used to watch Wizards? Now I'm going to be watching the Disney Channel? No, but also, I believe at the end of the show, spoiler alert, like the whole show was that the three siblings were wizards. And then when they turned 18, there was this like, competition between them. Only one of them came out a wizard. Like right. there was, and you know, Justin was the smartest one and everybody thought it was going to be Justin Russo, the oldest brother. Then at the end, like why everybody was crying, he like gives it to Selena or something. But Selena was always the craftiest one. Like it, I would have think it would I'm be Selena. She's only the only wizard. So if it's a show where she's only guest cameoing in the pilot, doesn't do we need her? She's the wizard. You're a wizard, Harry. Yeah, I don't know. When you spell it out like that, it's pretty silly. But now I have to think, like, I actually, Wizards Waverly Place is a good show, and actually Alex Russo's character was, like, very funny, and it was very cute. Yeah, cute. But I never, like, loved it as much as, say, Hannah Montana. So now Same. I have to put myself in the shoes of, like, if Hannah Montana yes. were coming back on the Disney Channel, Miley was reprising her role, I would be so excited. Except I, excited. I don't know how it could be the kind of show that we need it to be while being on the Disney Channel. Right, like, it's a show for kids. I feel like it's going to be giving Raven's home energy, where it's, like, Alex and her brother have kids and like they're wizards now and they show up in a few episodes kind of like Fuller House. Yeah. But how old could their kids be? Selena's 30. 10. 20 year old? She got pregnant? Oh, I, yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. Never mind. Um, but she could play someone who's 35. That's true. I don't know. Or maybe they're like teachers at the wizard school. Classic. What would you want a Hannah Montana sequel to be? See, I don't know because it's like so perfect in its entirety, but I would never turn down like an opportunity. But I think she's like still Hannah. Still leading a double it? life. Like she has kids who know she's Hannah, but like her friends, their friends at school don't know that their mom oh, is I like love. the biggest star. And so they I like love. are mean to the kids and they're like, we have VIP tickets to Hannah Montana and you can't come. But then, like, the kid gets pulled on stage by Hannah Montana and becomes the most popular kid at school. But the kid doesn't want it because they weren't nice to her before that. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I'm obsessed. And Grandpa Billy Ray? GBR obsessed. Uncle Jackson? Uncle Jackson. Aunt Lily. Uncle Oliver? Lily's probably still living in the guest house. Like, she was low-key a freeloader, but okay, go off, queen. And Oliver is troublesome these days, Yeah. I believe he was just arrested for uh, meth. Mitchell Musso. Yeah. That hair. That Oh, what would the hair, what would Jackson's hair be now? I'm obsessed with the act- actor who plays Jackson. Jason Earls. He seriously, like, is one of the greatest comedic actors of our time. Like, he was low-key hysterical. I and totally not, agree. And not just because we were kids, like, I watch it now, like even Hannah Montana movie, like I chuckle, like his no, physical comedy was on point. He's really so funny and he deserves more. I completely agree. Like he should be on SNL, like dead ass. I totally agree. Like I feel like the industry has failed him. I completely agree. <laughs> I'm trying to see what else he's done. No, don't look it up because it's nothing and it's going to make us sad. Like High School Musical, the musical, the series. Squeeze me. Who is he in it? I'm not sure. Hmm. Well, that's what's coming to Disney. Let's see if it actually happens. It's so giving true. Lizzie so McGuire. Oh, actually, did you see Lizzie McGuire made waves? Why? So she wasn't person, went on Good Guys. Well, yes, the person. Oh my God, Ben is obsessed with Lala Kent. He interviewed her yesterday for Good Guys, 
And he was like, fuck Randall. Like, he's obsessed. Like, he just, like, learned about this whole thing. Oh, that's an exciting place to be. Because imagine, remember how we felt? Like, and also right. when we were first introduced to Lala, like, she's the coolest girl on the planet. No, totally. But wait. Oh, the creator of the Lizzie McGuire reboot that got, like, booted did finally share what the plot of the show was going to be. And? It was so uninteresting. I forgot it. Lizzie's a chef. And Gordo's about to get married. And he's expecting a baby with some girl. Lizzie's a chef. Yeah, I thought that was weird. <laughs> I thought that was weird for sure. And Lizzie and Gordo aren't together, or, or is she no, gonna like, stop the, the show, wedding? Yeah, right, right, right. With her chef, with her food. Right, well, she's gonna bring a knife. With her wares. <laughs> this cake is so right. tasty. Watch. I think I should she, like, marry gets, Lizzie. She gets hired as like the caterer, so like she, it's literally giving the wedding planner like. She spends a lot of time with the bride and groom, like, making cakes and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And falls back in love with Gordo. It doesn't sound terrible. No. It was a movie or a show? A show. It was supposed to be, like, a series on Hulu. Kind of, like, not enough for a show. I agree. And also, like, I might really be, like, offending our core millennial audience, but, like, Lizzie McGuire, like, was that bitch for a period in time. And that's it. Like, it wasn't, like, Hannah. Like, or even for some people, Wizards of Waverly Place, like... It wasn't brought with us. Like, we left her in adolescence. It was kind of like a, the dumbest fucking show on the planet. Like, Yeah. She was a moment in time. Exactly. I, I agree. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Yes. It's a little food news. I feel like it's been a while. A little food news. Subway introduces footlong churros, pretzels, <gasps> and cookies at You're stores lying. nationwide. Wait, I, how do you make a footlong cookie? I'm looking at it, Turdy. Shall we flip this? It looks like a cookie that's in the shape of a ruler. Thank you. Okay, that's the perfect descriptor. Like, I know how a a pretzel can be, like, cylindrical. I know how a churro can be cylindrical. Of course. Oh, the pretzels look good. Honestly, I feel like a a pretzel, like a soft, baked pretzel, especially from a fast food place, is, like, so easy to get right. And there's nothing tastier. Yeah, but Auntie Anne's, like, kind of has a corner on the market. However, um, do you live near a Subway? Because we should try these in our mukbang the next <gasps> time we should. hang out. Let me do Subway near me search. I know you wouldn't know because you'd never step foot in a Subway. Well, I can't step foot in because then I'll smell like it for the rest of my days. But <laughs> I could pull up. For the rest of my days. I could pull up. Yeah, there are Subways up. aplenty. Subway, pull up. So yeah, we should definitely mukbang this. Footlong cookies, footlong churros. I feel like we had talked about footlong cookies and we already had like, you know, a, a story. Bussin dialogue about it. A bussing dialogue. Well, I feel like there's no. <laughs> that should be the name of the show. Thank you. Yes, Bus- title today is Bussing Dialogue. Bussinka Dialogue. I. Fuck, what was I going to say? I feel oh. like there's no. I, yeah, I don't feel like any fast food chain has kind of cornered the market on churros. No, not in my estimation. Not in my day. Like, <laughs> I, if you say, like, who has the best nuggets? Like, everything's been covered. Chocolate chip cookies. Like, who even has a churro? I don't know, Claudie. Claudie? I thought I'd try something new. <laughs> I feel like I've said turd so many times in this episode. <laughs> Like, oh my god, please do not call me Claudie. Like, I don't like that at all. <laughs> Back to turd. Back to no, you like, in the studio, wait, wait. turd. Why don't you call me Claudia? Back to you, Claudia. Because Ugh. I'm not mad at you. Literally. Yeah. 
I will definitely be trying these churros. What was the other one? Pretzel and cookie. They are available. So here are the important dates you need to know. Starting January 22nd, they're in a brand new category for the... Brand? Okay. Claudia. For the- <laughs> Claudia. Claudia. For the fast casual spot, the category is called Subway Sidekicks. So cute. I don't know why they have to like make a thing for everything. Like I know, but like menu. because it's someone's job and they need to earn their yeah. paycheck. But like it's- that should be my job. What would you have called it if they came out with three desserts for Subway? Okay. Ugh, like, I'm so put on the spot. They have like hours of team meetings about this and I have two yeah. seconds. No, and you could do better. Come on. What did they call it? I mean, for me, it would be Subway Sweet Treats, but that's just me. No, for me, it would be Subway Sweet Treat. Sweet Treat. By the way, that actually is better, Subway Sweet Treat. Versus Subway Sidekicks. They also like need to change the name of Subway because it's giving Subway. It's giving rat. Rat energy. The rats don't run this Subway. We do. That is so true. We do run this Subway. <laughs> once, we, once we pull up. Yeah. Oh know, my God. In, the, in the mom car. I know. You know what I was? I was ogling a minivan yesterday that was driving in front of me. No, you weren't. And I was just like, I'm sure it's so convenient. Like... Ample Jackie, space. Okay, 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 okay. Stop. I'm sure stop. it drives so smooth and safe. And now, the thing is, though, since I drive a Tesla, I'll only drive a Tesla for the rest of my right. life. Because First I'm, of all, do you know how big a minivan is? Like, you could never. It's a bus. I need a Tesla minivan. And I feel like they because make, Elon like, has. Teslas. Well, no, the family Tesla is the Model Y, which I have. The Model X is a little That's bigger. That's a family car. Yeah, it's a midsize SUV. No, they no, don't have like a Wagoneer Tesla. David Dobrik, I remember when I used to watch his vlogs, had a Tesla with a third row. So the Model X is a b- little bit bigger than the Model Model Y. It has those Batmobile doors, which are just a bit much. I know, and also like really not. What are you going to pull up to like, you know, the kids' playground with your Batmobile? Like, <laughs> right. But I've also heard that the doors going up that way are actually really convenient for getting kids in the car. And when it's raining, they act as a bit of a shield. Um, yeah, I've heard they're actually like really good for for that. But it okay, just, I'm sorry, we need it's to a little circle back. extra. We have to circle back to the minivan, and this is not a slight against minivans because I know it's like you need it. Like they you serve have a, a purpose, kids. of course. But and this is just me being totally honest with the audience. And I know we have moms who who drive minivans, and I like respect. They're so fugly. <laughs> like, <laughs> but the thing I is, just, when you are in the car. You don't see what it looks like. And so everybody else has to suffer through the eyesore. But you're enjoying that. You're in a literal spaceship for kids. It's No, you're literally in a hearse. Like, it's so big. Yeah. And yeah, of course, moms need space. But like, honestly, low-key minivans have too much space. No, but like, it's it's a party. Yeah, I mean, I guess like I could see, you know, with the, with the TVs on the back of the screen, like it's it's classic childhood stuff, like going to the soccer game, changing in the back. Like I get it. Yeah, you have room for everything, but until there's a Tesla minivan, I can't participate. But I do think Elon, with his ten kids, like should be giving us the minivan of our dreams, just like how he reinvented the pickup truck pickup with the truck, cyber right. truck. Right. Don't a star minivan, except after reading the Elon book and he talks about everything that he hopes to accomplish in the future, like we know what's coming. The minivan was not on the docket, unfortunately. Shit. There was no mention of one. <coughs> Fuck. Fuck. So before we wrap up, we have remembered today 
that it's Friday. And that means our new segment will be airing. It's Queenie and Weenie of the Week, where Jackie and I both nominate someone or something to be the Queenie of the Week and the Weenie of the Week. Now, of course, the Queenie of the Week is somebody who did something fabulous this week. The name on everybody's lips, if you will. Weenie of the Week is somebody who did something so losery. It could be a person, a place, or a thing. It's really up for interpretation. It is. I'm just going to briefly look through what the stories were this week to see if they're, I'm like missing something. So my queenie, my queenie of the Week is not a person. It's more of like a place and a group of people. Okay. And, you know, this one goes out to the girls from Detroit. I feel like, you know, they were really upset by what we said. And they could have, you know, they could have, they came for us. But, like, they were low-key respectful about it. Like, I didn't see anything rude. And when it comes to when it comes to sports, like, when we get stuff wrong, people are so fucking rude to us. Like, get a grip. And I felt like the Detroit girlies were sad to hear what we had said, but they weren't disrespectful. And that's queenie behavior. It is. I'm sorry. I agree. And people were commenting, like, no, this is Detroit's time. Right. It's been 66 years. And I just want to say, like, we shall soon see, you know? And, and I want to say, Claudia by the way, and if- I, yes, we were right that one time about the Kansas City Chiefs, but we've often been extremely wrong. So I'm very open to being wrong. And if I'm wrong, I will eat my words. No, and I'm riding for the 49ers. If the time comes where the 49ers are no longer in this thing, I will ride for Detroit. They're my backup team, okay? They are not Kansas City. No, no. What is what have the Kansas City girls done for me? You don't want to see Taylor storm the field. Oh fuck! Yeah, but by the way, the Lions and the Niners, I believe, are like in the same league. Like, so I think it could be like Lions versus Chiefs. Got it. Don't quote me on that. Like, do you think it could be Sharks versus Jets or no? Yes, I do. I think it's actually entirely possible. Got it. Who is your Queenie of the Week? My Queenie of the Week is Ballerina Farm. I do think she'll win Mrs. World. She's already our Mrs. American, not America, Mm -hmm. by the way. And she's the queenie of my heart. She is the most impressive woman I've ever laid eyes on. And I just want to wish her many mazels in the birth of her child less than two years ago. And don't let the haters stop you from, you know, doing your thing. No. And she's just an inspiration to millions. And I'm one of them. So she's my queenie. Honorable mention to Kristen Juszczyk, who was also a queenie of this week. Major queenie. Now, my weenie of the week is a man whose name you don't know. It's Adam Schefter. Okay. And he is a sports reporter who apparently was the first to, like, leak Jason Kelsey's retirement, thus, like, ruining the moment for him. And I found out that he did the same thing to Tom Brady. And that's why Tom Brady unretired, just so he could make his, like, take his own retirement and make his own moment. And apparently this little shit, Adam Schefter, like, has just a history of doing this. Like, it's like a pattern. And he's, like, a little bit of a prick. So my weenie of the week is Adam Schefter for taking that moment away from Jason Kelsey. I don't think Jason Kelsey is going to do what Tom Brady did and, like, do it all again just so he could have his own moment. But, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's weenie behavior. It's By the way, it's literally the definition of being a weenie. MWB, major weenie behavior. MWE, major weenie energy. So I guess my weenie, it wasn't a week full of weenies, to be honest. I know, which is so refreshing. But my weenies are going to be those men who are suing Madonna. Agreed. Like, you'll be, you're going to be okay. Just stop Get a it. life. Stop it. Get stop, a like, life. wasting people's time, energy, resources, court appointments. Stop it. It's an abuse of the justice system. Yeah, but let's see what the justice system has to say for itself, you know? Right, maybe we'll be eating our words. Yeah, the wheels of justice turn slowly, but the cogs work mighty fine. Is that the second half of that phrase? I def I know, like no, oh. I changed it, but the sentiment is the same. I can never remember the second half of it. The wheels of justice turn slowly. 
quote. The wheels of justice turn slowly but grind fine. I like yours better. But the cogs are what? The cogs work. I forget what I said. Okay, well, good thing we recorded it. Another one is the wheels of justice turn slowly but exceedingly fine. Yeah, that works. I actually don't know if I believe that to be true. The wheels of justice grind slow but fine. No, I mean, you don't think it's true? Not always. It takes a while. It could take a very long while, but eventually. Not always. The wheel turns. Not always. Really? What are you thinking of in particular? You don't want to say? I don't know. I'm just like, not not gonna lie. I'm just like over this conversation. Like You started it. I was just like complimenting your use of words, you know? Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't didn't know it was going to turn into an interrogation about like my thoughts on the legal system. I didn't know that. No, I don't mean the legal system, actually. I actually feel like the legal system, sometimes it doesn't. I mean like in public opinion, like the truth coming out. Sometimes it takes... No. No, people are dumb and ugly and the wrong people always get screwed. Uh, like the right people, the wrong people always get screwed. I feel that way. I actually agree with you. Thank you. When you put it like that and I have, a, I can think of a couple instances. Oh my God, I'm starving. What are you going to have for Me lunch? Me too. For lunch. I actually think I'm going to have soup because like I really don't feel good. Ugh. Is chili soup? I know, but I don't mind because I ordered my soup from Second Avenue Deli and they give you two pieces of challah with the soup. And let me tell you, their fucking challah is so goddamn good. It's the good. best challah, period. Period. I sometimes order a whole loaf. It's only seven bucks. Yeah, if you're looking for a great challah, Second Avenue Deli. I guess like seven bucks for a loaf of bread, which is like the most basic food. Like it used to be a quarter. That's why people make their own sourdough turdy. Listen, I, I cap it at HelloFresh. I want to see Turdy in the kitchen making sourdough. Someone's in the kitchen with Turdy. Someone's in the kitchen, I know. Well, that's our show. Thanks for a great week, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Toast of the Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please subscribe subscribing to this video. Thumbs up. We're also available to us in our podcast. We found us on Spotify, Stitcher, Bubble Radio, iOS, Xbox, all the places where I visit. My guys find us at Toast of the Millennium Morning Show. Setting in wickedly talented we are. Have an amazing weekend. I guess we'll find out what Jackie's doing on Monday. <laughs> it's not a big secret. Uh, it sounds like it is. It's really not. It's really, really not. Well, I can't wait to hang up this recording so I can find out what the fuck it is. You know what it is. Act it out for me. Like do charades. Okay. One second. Okay, she's taking her headphones off. What? Oh, 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 oh. I did not realize that that was this weekend. Yep. Okay, that was a pretty good clue. That was a good clue. So tune in Monday to find out. Oh, oh, what, wait. You guys are going to want to tune in Monday. What we're doing and what the clue was. Oh, my God. Love, love it. Tune in Monday. You're not going to want to miss this. Love ya. Bye. Love ya. Bye.